Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. With the state exams commencing tomorrow, we now have some timely advice for students who may be sitting those exams, both the Junior Cert and Leaving Cert. Our guidance counsellor from the show, Roisin Kelleher, joins me. Hello to you, Roisin. Good afternoon, Jean-Paul. Now, the exams around this time of the year, the most questions that is given to a student before they enter the actual exam hall is, are you ready for the exams? That can be a lot of pressure because the exams are mentioned on papers, online, in the media. And going into these exams, one thing that people need to be thinking of is their attitude and have the right realistic approach and a positive attitude going into the exams. That's exactly it. And the last thing you want is to overwhelm the students uh, with information. So if they have an opportunity to check calmly with people who are just there to help them, and that's all the interest that somebody like myself and the guidance counsellors would have to give an input, and of course their parents and their teachers. So having the right approach and attitude and believing that you will do well. And it's so important to be positive about uh, the uh, exams and what the students will do. And how they're going to manage their time is so very important as well. But planning, you know, even at this stage, the revision, revision at this stage will be limited to the most important exams, obviously, tomorrow, starting off in that regard. But as they, as they progress through it, and this year, John Paul, it's, it's going on longer than ever. So it's going on right up to the end of June, to the 25th, well, not quite to the end of June, but to the 25th of June, because there are extra... Uh, papers to be examined this year so it is even a, a longer time period but however the importance of today is the day and the night before the exam so making sure that they have all the details that they require that will be associated with the exam for tomorrow and how they're going to approach the exam itself when they're sitting inside and those papers are being handed out to the students and even with that regard I again would suggest if they're changing from higher to ordinary levels just be aware of the impact that that would have on the um, different courses that they could be applying for. Of course, a student may change from higher to ordinary because they might feel that's the best chance to, to pass an exam. It's not the most ideal to be changing at the last moment, and that would be it at, for the exams tomorrow. But if that's the way they feel about it, then that's their right. But at the same time, the more preferred thing would be to stay with the areas that, and, and, the, and the levels that they have actually prepared for because there is an impact with regard to uh, being eligible for certain, um, you know, for, for the courses that they would be doing afterwards. So the night before tonight, making sure that you have all the materials ready for, for this exam, 
relaxing as much as much as one can before that and I believe very much in out in the air walking or cycling or doing some kind of an exercise that will deal with de-stressing actually and be also mindful of the amount of time spent on social media I know it can be a support for young people but don't overdo it or don't get into a, a situation if some of the friends are a bit more panicking a bit concerned about that leave it Certainly, the contact is always useful, but don't overdo it. And certainly don't stay uh, late at night uh, tonight on, the, on, on, on social media or anything like that, because it does and can have a, a disturbing effect. And staying with attitude there, I suppose, Roisin, one other thing is that when the exams are underway, you will have people following an exam saying, what do you make of this part of the exam, this question? I answered it that way. I did it this way. And you read that as well on social media, not to overthink what others did after an exam um, and then going into another exam thinking, should I do it this way? Because you're thinking what someone else might be doing to go with what you know, because often the other person could be wrong. Absolutely. And particularly where it's very many of the exams and for very many of the students, they may have two exams in the one day. So coming out of an exam sometime around lunchtime and having to be back into the exam hall again in the early afternoon at 2 o'clock, the last thing is you want to be unnerved about what you may or may not have put in on the exam that was just examined uh, earlier that morning. So it's very, very important that students stay in their own space and are in control of their situation and their preparation. And while it's helpful to have some friends, there's nothing at all wrong with that. But make sure, be careful about what it is and what they're saying. And if there are people that would be a little bit unnerving or, you know, making a person feel unease, they're not the best to be around at this time. So keeping it nice and steady is very important. There is also, just making reference, there is also slight changes this year uh, with regard to the online marking. Uh, it doesn't apply to all the subjects, but it does apply to some subjects. And it also applies for the junior search students. And they're very important students also taking the uh, state exams tomorrow. So all the details about the online marking is available, of course, on the Department of Education website, examinations.ie, or go into send an email if one wishes to online marking queries at examination.ie. Of course, the teachers will have gone through this uh, with the students, but this was uh, some changes that were introduced rather late in the time, and they have particular regulations about the type of pen, not using a gel pen, for instance, and uh, so important that they would write um, within the margins. And in some cases nowadays, also John Paul, they're not so keen on the students reading a red pen because, of course, it might mix up with the examiners. So there are a few little issues there, but all of these are outlined on examinations.ie or going to online marking and seeing this. Now, again, I'm not saying this to introduce anything that's panicky or upsetting to people. I'm simply drawing attention to some changes that have been introduced uh, just shortly before the exams for this year. And these are, this is the first time I think that online marking has been introduced in this country, Roisin. So if we're in contact with you uh, in the autumn and when they're into uh, rechecking papers and things like that, that that's all to facilitate these, these changes. Because, of course, this year, like many years, but I mean this year, the exam results become out that little bit earlier. And so everything in the process is going a little bit earlier. And those changes are new for this year. So it's very important that students are aware of this. And, of course, no matter what, that they can still 
make changes to the CA. I know now the exams are the most important issue at this stage, but at the same time, the exams, of course, lead on to what's going to be next. So for very many students, it is their application to the CAO. But just to reassure them, they can still put in, change, do whatever they like with the CAO courses, except for the restricted courses. Be careful about that. But anything else can still be changed. They have the level 8, they have the level 7, 6, and they can still also make application for the post-leaving cert or the FETAC courses. And they, of course, also, very importantly, the apprenticeships. So all of those options are there. So there are very there marvellous options. One could say almost irrespective of what way a result will work. We can work it. As guidance counsellors, we know we can get something very useful for a student. Sometimes, unfortunately, it mightn't be their number one choice that they would be setting out, but there are ways, there are pathways to progress from whatever type of leaving search, moving on up along uh, into the areas that they want and that they desire to have in their life. Now, you touched there briefly on while we're in the exam and time management and not moving or not concentrating on something you may not have studied and also staying on the same levels. Just first of all there on time management, it's important to read the question and also know what each or the length of each question and how long you feel you need to answer that so that you are within the parameters of the time and the overall time of the exam. Very, very important. Now, again, this is what is absolutely vital, the practice that they would have got in the pre's earlier in the year. But nevertheless, tomorrow is tomorrow. So the routine and the way they have been trained and the way they have put themselves with regard to how they manage their time inside in the exam. They're the only students there. There's nobody else. It's within their gift to manage this in the most effective way. So reading the paper when you get the exam, whatever higher or ordinary levels, and then reading through the questions and then deciding how much time is allotted for these various exams, obviously depending on the marking schemes that they would have, and know where you should be, we'll say, after an hour, or where you should be after an hour and a half, and where you know where the exam is coming up to the end, that you know before that that you're leaving at least, it is suggested, 15 minutes to be able to read through, back through the papers, and see is there anything else that needs to be added onto that. So I would say, first of all, when they go into the exam, select the questions. Make sure you check out to see, is there some obligatory questions? Check the numbers of questions. Make sure there's a paper to be turned over. Whatever it is, give yourself your 10 or your 15 minutes there very carefully before you set out what are you going to do. Then what I used to always do in the exams, and I'm sure it has been utterly and absolutely suggested many times to the students, once you select your exam uh, questions, then make out a rough draft on how you believe you will answer those questions. Number them, so for sure, but be organized about it. And so you have your rough draft on how you go about trying to answer those questions. So as you progress through the exam, of course you may feel tired, but isn't it wonderful that you could revert back to the rough draft and see at least an outline on how you go about answering that question, keeping at all times an eye on the time and how much time you need to develop the answers to those questions and not leaving before the exam is over, of course, and giving yourself at least that 15 minutes, if possible, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, to run through the entire paper again to ensure that all the questions that should be answered have at least been attempted, have at least been attempted, elaborated as much as they can, 
add on if something needs to be add on and be, and take one very final look on it before the papers are handed up. And another thing that usually does happen to some students, maybe panicking or just a sense to that many think they haven't done enough for a particular subject and they feel, oh, I, I won't do the higher level, I'll go to ordinary level. That could be the wrong choice because they're really diff- very different papers. Two different papers, but they do have that right. And uh, some students will choose to do that because they will feel uneasy about uh, the content of, of the uh, questions. But I would ask them to stay with courage with it. Look, the, the, the exam site, examinations.ie, gives a very good background and outline of what the examiners are looking for in these particular uh, papers. I know everyone isn't done as up-to-date as one would like, but it is there. So going through that, keep steady with it. If they feel they must change levels, well, it, that perhaps is a better decision than perhaps not passing the exam. But of course... And to remind the students, it is now possible to pass on the higher level with what's called H7, which is marks between 30 to 39%. So they can most certainly uh, get a pass there on the 30 to 39%. But be careful about one thing on that, and that whatever it is that they might be applying for, that whoever that would be, that they will recognize that the H7 is acceptable for certain organisations because I've had situations during the year where there was a question about that. It doesn't arise with regard to entry into the colleges, but for some areas, uh, I mean, five passes in the leaving cert between 30 to 39 isn't actually 40%. Now, again, by saying this, I'm not trying to alarm anybody, but just to be mindful with regard to uh, how that is always recognised. So certainly uh, the 30, per, 30 to 39% on an 8.7 is seen as a pass. But this again is sort of a, a new regulation that has been brought in relatively. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In you in the last couple of years. 
And then for those who are in a situation whereby they do get very stressed or they're trying to control the tension of the exams before they even sit in the actual exam hall, what would you be saying to those who we have heard in the past, they they go into the hall and they feel like they're forgetting everything because they're overthinking uh, the exam, uh, they're overstressing about the, the whole situation. What should students do now and indeed every day of the exam to combat that particular stress and tension that they may hold? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's normal to feel stress. It's all the problem arises when the stress becomes distress, I suppose. So the thing is, if a person feels very stressed in the exam, which is a very uncomfortable situation to be in, there's no doubt about that, but just sit calmly. You can have water with them. They can take a drink of water. They can have a sweet. And anything like that, once they get to swallow, the body starts calming down. I would always say just leave it to one side and just see the words almost like on the roadsides. Stop. S-T-O-P. Calmly. Or else sometimes persons might use the word relax, spelling out the words relax and just giving a little bit of space in between. And then look at the paper again. There's going to be something there that they do recognize. Absolutely, there will be something that they will recognize in there. And start with the paper that they would feel most comfortable with, because that builds up confidence. And once they're into it, I certainly hope the usual situation is that they will improve and get feel more confident and walk through the papers in that way. Naturally, if a person feels completely overwhelmed and isn't feeling well, they can put their hand up and be excused and go out. Superintendent, there's nobody forced in there if they're feeling completely panicky. But we hope that situation will not arise. And of course, then, you know, make sure you arrive for a good time for the exam as well. So you're not putting yourself under pressure that you have your correct timetable and the basics when you go into any situation. Of course. And also to be mindful nowadays, there seems to be extra roadworks going on and that they wouldn't run into situations where there might be diversions. So checking in beforehand that the route to the exam, their exam hall, has no, nothing there that would cause extra obstruction because that's the last thing that they want uh, before the exam. So leaving in good time, and particularly the first day, because they must do the registration. So making sure that they get there in time, that there's no unseen obstructions in the way. Actually, one can't ever say that there can be accidents, unfortunately, but within reason that that route is a route that hasn't any particular roadworks going on at this time and that, they, that there won't be any reason that they would not be at the time appropriate for the start of the exam in good time without any uh, unless extra upset that they would have. Now, for parents who might be listening to us, uh, there is a, a role for parents as well in these particular exams. At home, they might notice their son or daughter is going to be under a lot more pressure than the rest of the family because of these dead exams. How can parents best prepare for this as well and to ensure that there's a calm atmosphere around the home before the exam and indeed after the exam? Absolutely. So the parents have a vital role to play in here, uh, giving the support to the exam student. I would say also being very much aware of the timetable, that they know what exams are being examined on, on a daily basis, and reminding other members of the family that the exam student is under extra pressure at this time. But, of course, they've got to be careful also about what they eat and encouraging a balanced diet. I know they might feel like eating extra, and you don't want to have an argument with young people at this time, but it's just important that they have uh, food that will give them the energy and that's not just something that 
will be just a, a sugary input for a little while and won't get them to sustain them through the exam. So they must have something good that will help them in that regard. Drinking plenty of water, suggesting to them that they will take a physical exercise and be, of course, being available to listen to any concerns that they may have. And also, uh, you know, if they wish something to be tested or they want to say something, if they, if they would listen to it. Because in actual fact, if you try to explain to somebody else, that's a great way of learning, John Paul. It's really important. And uh, so by saying something, it can be reassuring. Or will you listen to what I'm saying on this particular topic or whatever it is? That can help greatly as well. And to feel, not to feel isolated. And if they have any problem, please contact people in the school, their guidance counsellors, or other agencies like AWARE or Samaritans, or wherever they think would help them. But naturally, one would hope that in a school situation, it would be school personnel, the guidance counsellor. People can make contact with myself if they feel I can be of any assistance to them. But very, very importantly, that irrespective of the exam and the performance and the results, that they can rely on their love and support. And just for leaving Sir students, Roisin, uh, there is still time if they want to make changes to the CAO, some important dates there uh, for them. Yes, that, that can all still be looked after. So even though this is extremely important, they can make any changes to the CAO choices right up to the 1st of July. As I said early, earlier, everything is there for them to apply for, with the exception of the restricted courses. And they would be the programs associated perhaps maybe with art or music, whether it be portfolios and auditions. And again, of course, of more recent years with the HPAT for medical entry. So just mentioning some of them. So these would be the courses where there is some other form of assessment in addition to the Leaving Cert. But any of the other courses, and it's very important that the changes that the CAO have sent uh, more recently, earlier in, in May, just over a month ago, that they look at those changes and that they will see what are the new courses that are available, the courses that have been cancelled, and there are a number of courses that have been cancelled, and also the changes that have been made to uh, the titles of courses. So the students would have got information from the CAO. The latest information is given from the CAO. Always check with their website, but they did send out copies with the changes from the CAO, so to just to check that. Uh, the Leaving Cert results themselves are expected on Tuesday, 13th of August, a little bit earlier this year. And then the CAO round uh, one offer is expected on Friday, the 16th of August. And then, of course, as I said also earlier, they should consider making a FETAC application if they wish, or indeed apprenticeships. So a lot uh, an offer there, uh, Roisin, over the next while following the Leaving Certs for students. For the moment, we wish everybody sitting the state exams tomorrow, both the Junior Cert and Leaving Cert students, the best of luck tomorrow and take on board the advice uh, Roisin has offered there. And if somebody does want to make contact with you, Roisin, what is the best way to contact you? Well, they can contact uh, through my um, email info at roisincallagher.ie or they can call me on 023-88-52996. And again, like yourself, I wish everybody the very best of luck and I want to thank you and C103 for giving me this opportunity to put on this podcast. Roisin, we appreciate you taking time out to chat to us and thank you for joining us, our guidance counsellor, Roisin Kelleher. This is C103.ie. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Fresh. 